0: Hey all you fine dimes, welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Nickel and Brime Package Podcast.
1: Oh shit, my panties are wet, dude. <laughs> oh fuck.
0: As for all the fine dimes out there.
1: Mm, fine dimes. <laughs> Those
2: pass rushes work great now. That's exactly what we want to do right there. Hey, what defense is that? Sprout left exit, Richard Nixon. Hell no.
0: It's the Nickel and brine Package. Ooh, I like yeah! it. I like it. Now, here's your host, Nick and Brian. How you doing this week, Brian?
1: I'm tired, man, but, you know, everyone has their own journey, and uh, you gotta get through it, and I'm enjoying it, actually. I've been tired all my life, so I'm pretty used to it. Yeah. How are you doing by the way?
0: Oh dude, I'm good. I'm good. Staying busy. Yep. Coaching season's winding down. But uh
1: maybe you should coach better
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it'll it'll be over regardless. In, oh,
1: okay. I thought you know. meant, you know, your season's over. So uh,
0: yeah, they got the cross country semi state this weekend, and then the following weekend is state. So uh possibly done on Saturday, for sure done the Saturday after that. Gotcha. So, yeah. that's well, good. It's good. Let's talk about some of the, the recent news going around the NFL and the SJO 10 league. As always, we got to start off with some injuries and there were some big ones this week. We had Patrick Mahomes go down, Matt Ryan, On Johnson and David Johnson, the two Johnsons. on Johnson was actually put on IR with designation to return. David Johnson just, we found out later, he was basically active to be the emergency running back which caught a lot of people off guard, I think. I actually thought it
1: was weird. I thought his, he hurt his back or something. I didn't realize it was his ankle.
0: Yeah, I, he did have a back injury, but apparently that wasn't the issue that kept him out of this game. So who knows when the ankle injury came along. We have Josh Gordon just got put on IR today um, on the, the Patriots. He is not designated a return, so he's done for the year. Um, and then Delaney Walker sat out with an ankle injury after only five snaps in the game this weekend. So we had some pretty big names end up not being able to finish or not really end up playing very much this weekend. And so, yeah, it was a little bit of a painful week this week in fantasy because of it. All right. And we did have a couple trades that went through. One of them actually happened just after we had finished recording our podcast last week. And that was a really relatively minor trade one for one Evan to Dylan. Evan traded uh, Jimmy Garoppolo for Dylan's Baker Mayfield.
1: I feel like I commented on this where I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that good. And I really like Baker Mayfield. So I really like this for Evan for a potential keeper next year. But I obviously side on Evan's side of this deal. Dylan was just trying to beat you, I guess for, for funsies this week. Yeah. Didn't really work out, so...
0: Yeah, I think he was just looking for another QB. But then we had another trade go through just this weekend, and that was... Or, sorry, not this weekend. That was just after this weekend. And that was your trade. Again, you had another trade this week, this time with Taylor. I'm
1: wheeling them and dealing them. (laughs) You are.
0: You gave up Derrick Henry, Christian Kirk, Gardner Minshew, and Cooper Cup. And in return, you got Carson Wentz, DJ Moore... Mark Ingram and DeAndre Hopkins. Your thoughts on the trade, Brian? So,
1: this was actually a really interesting trade that's kind of gone on for a couple weeks now. Taylor and I, uh, we kind of stay um, in contact throughout the season. And I kind of like slowly trade her, if that makes any sense. Like, she approached me actually uh, about a week ago and started talking trade with me. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. That sounds okay. Yeah, I'm trying to find something. Uh, I don't really want to waste your time. I don't really want to rip you off either. So let me just think about it and get back to you. And so it took me about a week, and I really wasn't planning on trading her at all. And then um, she she was really feeling the Minshew madness. So <laughs> she really wanted this trade. I think I won the trade because Wince's is... A starting QB and Minshew may not be the starting QB once mm-hmm. Foles comes back, and that—that's kind of what made me pull the trigger. I—I um, I was hesitant to give him up because I really think Jacksonville. I don't know what what they're gonna do when Foles comes back. Like they might just tell him to take a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they gave him a massive contract, like eighty-eight thousand for or eighty-eight million for four years. So. Or three yeah. years, I I don't know the exact thing, but I think Hopkins is great. I think Ingram's gonna do me. I mean, I, I Ingram, Derek Henry is a slide. Hopkins, mm-hmm. Coop or Cups a slide. Moore and Kirk's a slide, and then Wentz is underperforming, but he's a starting QB, and Minshew potentially may not be. So I think this is a pretty like sideways slide for both of us. It's just Taylor's kind of gambling a little bit with the Minshew madness.
0: Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. I think it's it's always interesting to see those position-for-position position trades. But um, yeah, this one seems like the players actually match up pretty well with the exception of QB if Minshew doesn't finish out the season as the starting QB. Um, we did have two NFL trades that went through just in the last couple of days, the first being Emmanuel Sanders to the 49ers from the Broncos. Um, they sent Emmanuel Sanders to the 49ers and a fifth-round pick, and in return, the Broncos received a third- and a fourth-round draft pick. I don't know. This This is interesting. I, I think it's just basically opening up some extra targets for some of the younger receivers. On I think this is
1: a youth Broncos. movement, and yeah. that means Joe Flacco is not uh, going to be the starter for long once Mr. Locke comes back.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I expect that as well. Um, and then our second wide receiver trade that we have was Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots from the Falcons. And the Patriots gave up a second-round pick, which seems kind of like a lot, but I guess it just shows you how hungry the Patriots are for a wide receiver, especially putting Josh Gordon on IR today.
1: Yeah, it's pretty rough in the uh, wide receiver. I'm really hoping Nikhil Harry comes back and is a boss. And I and I think they made this trade because they didn't want to... Um, they didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket for Nikhil Harry, so. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so this is a little bit of a, sh- a different episode. We're c- kind of combining our recap and our preview episodes, as, as Brian's mentioned. It's just kind of, we're both a little short on time, Brian especially, and so we want to make sure that we can cover all of the stuff that we need to cover, and so we're going to kind of condense things and and just talk it through in one episode. But I do want to introduce, we have our... Good friend, Derek, with us this time—the danger himself.
2: What an honor to be here!
0: Wow, (laughs) an (laughs) honor.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been the honor is all
0: here, my friend.
2: Been looking forward for the call, and it's here, and I'm I'm ready to go.
0: This is one (laughs) shiny dime, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) If if a dime could be worth eleven cents, (laughs) yeah. That's you're, me.
1: A, you're an 11, Coop.
2: <laughs> oh, great. I just need to know the scale. But yeah. <laughs>
0: In the spirit of our shorter episode, we are not going to recap the NFL week. Frankly, most of us are NFL fans, so you can do the recapping on your own by simply watching some dang YouTube videos.
1: <laughs> or just watching during last week.
0: Or yeah, you can watch the game.
1: <laughs>
0: so. But we will talk about our fantasy week. And go through some of the recaps on that. Derek, feel free to chime in wherever you think it's necessary. Perfect. So <laughs> we're going to start off with Matt and Waylon. This was a game that was... We, we were pretty convinced that this would be Waylon's week. Not really too concerned about Matt. Although we'll say Matt put up a nice fight. Um, he did end up falling short.
1: Yeah, 135 to 161. Uh pretty good i mean that makes him what top top four one two yep top four mm-hmm. so i mean top four in scoring in a week and you lose that really sucks
0: yeah in a week that um, he did not have christian mccaffrey right pretty nice matt
1: not bad pretty, matt.
2: pretty nice for a loss <laughs> i mean just saying
0: in our next game we had mark versus evan and I think we had talked about this, but Evan just had some ungodly rough matchups on his and team. And injuries, injuries. Yes.
1: So I think we both picked Mark. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but it was um, Mark just had the better overall, healthier team. So I think that's where we le- we uh, leaned.
0: And just one week after being the the points loser, Mark moved up into second second <laughs> overall this week. So. Um, That was on the back of Marvin Jones Jr. putting up four touchdowns in a single game. But even still, pretty nice week for Mark. And so he did pretty easily defeat Evan. In our third game, we had Luke versus Jake. This one was, I want to say, the lowest cumulative score of the week. Looks like it. Um, Luke pulled off the victory over Jake, 94 to 74. And so Luke moves up to four and three which is tied for the third best record now in the league,
2: I believe. He kind of came out of nowhere, I feel. Like all Luke? of a sudden I looked up, well, I don't know, for me at least, I, I looked up on the scoreboard and then there he's there. He's like, you know, leading the pack.
1: It's honestly Austin Hooper. On his team, when you have a tight end scoring that amount of points every week in, week out, it gives you such a positional advantage in this league. So that's why it's, it's, it's super crazy how much that's able to boost you. Yeah. I mean, that and Sony Michelle is doing all right. And then Chris Carson's doing right. And I mean, his main engine for his team is Kyler Murray, which I really want Kyler Murray on my team. It's just, I doubt he would trade him to me.
2: I was looking at Murray a bit. My only thing that worries him is uh, a couple matchups with San Francisco. I know they got a pretty good D, and I don't know. It kind of worries me a bit.
1: Yeah, it worries me too, but he's just very electric, and it seems like, especially after this week where Chase Edmonds ran all over, it seems like they're kind of willing just to go with whatever works.
2: Mm.
0: In our fourth matchup, we had me versus Dylan. This was, I think, Brian's upset of the week, and so I'm, I'm thankful to say that the upset was foiled. I (laughs) did defeat (laughs) I did defeat Dylan this week.
1: I think you did a great job. And you know, I'm really I'm actually gonna apologize to you. Oh wow. Because I we both know how low I rank your team every
0: week. Yeah. Makes me a little sad.
1: I honestly think you have a good team now. As soon as Teddy Bridgewater hits the bench, you might struggle a little more. But I don't
0: know. I think you might have a really decent team on your hands, my dude. I appreciate that, and um, you know, I didn't hear, and I'm sorry, <laughs> man, but apology <laughs> accepted. Uh, I am <laughs> sorry. I rank your team seventh overall.
2: <laughs> I just want to uh, want to chime in here and mention the fact that you know, I I you know listen to the podcast weekly, and uh, you know, I always listen to to Brian talking about your team, Nick, and I'm like, man, it's you know kind of rough on his co-host there (laughs) and then every every week though you guys would say oh you know Derek he's you know he's number three number three you really built my spirits up but it's not turning out the way I thought it would
1: (laughs) well this this week uh (laughs) it's kind of taking a turn for the worse
2: so I I I would be careful with that praise Nick because it uh it could turn into a negative
0: yeah that's fair
1: (laughs) I got that (laughs) juju praise
0: (laughs) To, I mean, to give you, you guys will have a chance to talk here because this next matchup is your guys's matchup, Derek versus Brian.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I want to talk about this real bad. I, I bet I you also, do. I also want to talk about your last week's game as well, if you don't mind.
2: Mm, perfect. Yeah, you, all the losses <laughs> you want to talk
1: about. Shit, we go three
2: weeks back if you want to go for three losses, whatever you want.
1: Are you on a three loss? <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'm just going to delete this question off the docket that says, are you tilting? Yeah. So I'm just going to delete that one because we all just got that answer.
2: I'll give you a little insight into how much I'm tilting. Just to be able to handle this conversation, (laughs) I'm literally doing curls as we speak in the gym. (laughs) Just trying to maintain.
1: (laughs) So I don't know if we talked about it at all, but I want everyone to hear... How did you feel when Aaron Jones outscored Rodgers and you lost?
2: Okay, so that was two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say, it, here, here's the irony of that. Um, first of all, Alex, uh, if you guys don't know, fiance, she's a Packers fan, okay? Uh-huh. So we were at a Packers bar for the first time I've ever been to one. Every time there's a first down or touchdown, they have a different, <laughs> you know, DJ anthem going off. <laughs> and I had to hear that damn thing go on and off the whole day for Aaron Jones, as I watched uh, without anything to do and seeing Rodgers score no points. (laughs) And uh, every time the Packers scored, everybody was cheering, but every time they scored, it was Aaron Jones. So I was losing as everybody was cheering. So it ruined my entire Sunday.
0: Just an audience of people clapping at your failure.
2: At my demise, yeah. Yeah.
0: The wide receivers kept getting tackled at the one.
2: Yeah, Exactly.
1: And so it was Aaron Jones run it in time every single time.
2: Yeah, I mean he was on he threw, you know, 3 I think receptions that were within definitely within the 10, but a couple of them within the 5. And uh yeah, just canceled out a couple, you know. Good touchdowns. No big deal. I
1: I'll, I'll just kind of like let you steer a little bit. Do you want to talk about your humiliating loss to Dylan or the humiliating loss to me?
2: <laughs> well, they're all fun. Um if you, you know. <laughs> I mean, here here here's what I'll say. This is why I'm not um angry, but at the same time I'm not because I think several of the situations fall upon me right I'm sure I'm still learning how to be a good yeah, fantasy yeah. manager if you will get yeah, that Stefan couple... Diggs
1: and Will Fuller debacle going on yeah and on. you know every week I'm in a I'm in a um,
2: you know a crossroads world to do with them and I, I've picked wrong three weeks in a row um, obviously and, uh, and then you have Kirk Cousins blowing up and you know it's just been the wrong picks I think I could have won each one of those weeks if I would have made one or two adjustments, and I did it. So, uh, you know, I think it falls upon me, so that gives me a little bit of solace, uh, or solace, whatever you want to say.
1: So- you want to um, hear a little bit of advice. So, everyone out there listening, one thing that I do for my teams, which I try not, I've gotten trapped before in the past, is having a bunch of middling players. And it's something that Waylon and I have been doing just recently a lot better, is give yourself the best starting lineup and all these middling people where, you, where you're not sure who to start one or the other, and make sure you look at a couple of rankings, validate your decision, and then when Stefan Diggs goes off for four or five touchdowns on your bench, you don't tilt as hard because you're like, the process was good, this was unexpected.
2: Well, I've done that. I just
1: chose wrong each time. Right, so. but... <laughs> Like, be, like having a Will Fuller and a Stefan Diggs on your team, it's just a whole lot easier if you have um, players that you know that you need to bench and that you know you you should start.
2: The damn learning process is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm learning the hard way.
1: So, I really want to talk to you about our week. Oh, sure. I know this, this, uh, this week meant a lot to you because you wanted to win. And I was kind of like talking to you about trading, like doing all this stuff. And I told you, you know, I didn't even know I was playing you this week. And it's because I kind of just don't really look at who I'm playing. I'm more focused on my own team and trying to be points leader and trying to put the best team I can together. I don't really like put much stock into who I'm playing every week because Mark's team, you know, it's either going to beat me or it's not. So,
2: see, I go the exact opposite. What I do is I take every matchup personal. And I want to, <laughs> I want I, I to, I really want to hone in on who I'm playing against on a, on a human to human level. Stare
1: at a photo of yes. them for hours.
2: I stalk Facebook pri- profiles, you know, for long periods of time. Um, try to find if they have any, you know, videos on YouTube they posted in high school and really try to figure out who that person is. And uh, that way
0: you can trash talk them and stuff like,
2: yeah, yeah. I want to learn about their life, you know, and really break them down personally. <laughs> and uh, and so far, it hasn't worked. Though. So <laughs> so and a, a lot of it, you know, I leave in my head. I, you know, I just found out that we have a smack talk board um, in the app and I'm going to start really utilizing that. No you one know? uses so, that, dude. Yeah, so I look I forward to well, seeing
0: that.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't, I just no do one on looks at that know. shit. If you want to <laughs> talk smack, you talk it in Slack
2: here's the deal here's the deal is that i've been watching that old show the league okay Uh and i'm learning a lot about about the horrible things you could do to your your fantasy teammates (laughs) and i really want to really hype that up more um so so, you know that's what i'm going for less about skill and knowledge because i just don't have it and more about intimidation
0: (laughs) so i can appreciate that
2: yeah that's why that's why i threw the bet out there to brian i wanted to shake him a bit hey I think I'm going to beat you. <laughs> bet me. Right? And I would have lost that bet. I would have took think... the
1: bet. I just don't want to make a
2: you 40 to 10 dollars bet. <laughs> no, you were you were worried. So you didn't I mean, you. You
1: let's be nervous. real. I was worried until the the Patriots defense went on for 25 points.
2: Yeah. No, you were Yeah, until Mahomes freaking died in the after after he drove down the field. It was
1: Rodgers, man. Like like Mom's dying yeah. on the field didn't make me feel any better. I mean, it didn't. Me, let, me, let me ask you I both did... a question. Yeah, yeah.
2: If yeah. if you would if you would have guessed, or if, if I would have told you, you know, before a game that Rodgers would to broke off and scored fifty damn points, okay, <laughs> would, would you have said I would have lost that week? No, hell know you no. You won it up. Every one of my players got injured. They're all on the fricking sideline, and now I'm left with a loss, and I don't even <laughs> score 100 points with Mahomes and Rogers scoring 50 in a week. Yeah, ju- l- so l-
0: let me just recap this real quick because maybe some people didn't pay attention or whatever. But sure, Derek scored 87.2 points this week. Jesus. Aaron Rodgers was was responsible for 50.8 of those. <laughs> so it was pretty insane. And yeah, even even with that said. Brian was actually losing this matchup until Monday night when the Patriots' defense took the field. I think I was losing
1: yep. by three points.
0: Yeah, three or four, something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: My defense scored negative two, mind you.
0: <laughs> yeah. A Twenty-seven point defensive swing.
2: And I'm pretty sure his yeah defense scored what twenty three, twenty four, something of that nature.
0: Twenty five.
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I, I want to give you. I, we can give you guys some more time to to trash talk if you want. But sure, I, sorry. I, I do want to at least finish up with our fantasy recaps. Yes, we've got Taylor versus Ethan, and this was, I believe, I had thought a week that I kind of liked Taylor's team, but ended up not working out for her. And Ethan's team looked very solid once again. This time, though, more driven by quarterback play, he had over fifty five points from his two quarterbacks, with Brissette being his highest scorer so interesting to see that jacoby Brissett maybe is is taking a turn for scoring more points
1: and one more week of all the trades i've done with ethan this year just really helped him out
2: (laughs) i think i think ethan's done a really good job I've, i've questioned some of his trades but uh i don't know
0: We had some superlatives to award. We're not going to do any draft buster surprises this week. We just, to be honest, didn't have enough time to look through all of them and and make some decisions. So we've just got the normal four. We've got our points champion this week was Waylon. And in the process of becoming the points champion for this week, he actually surpassed Brian for Uh the points lead. Mm -hmm. So Waylon just put a target on his back.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to get that back. I'm I'm down by 5 points.
0: <laughs> I feel like I I somebody I feel like somebody in our league is going to make a run at it from uh, and maybe not necessarily catch Waylon, but I feel like somebody's going to make a run and close that gap pretty significantly. Uh no. I, I feel like they will.
2: I think there's a couple people that can do it. I think um it's like you two, know, I don't know.
1: It's like 2 250 points on top of Matt. Matt and Ethan would literally have to outscore Waylon and or I for the next six weeks straight. Which I
2: think I think Matt has a chance at it. I think his uh, his running backs are just crazy, man. You know, and they can do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I think he has a good team. Ethan has a good team. Yeah, but I'm just saying
0: it's possible. I'm you have to like, possible.
1: understand this. So, like, one of the things is so they're down. Let's say like two fifty, right? So you do about 250 divided by seven, which is 35 points. So if I score 160 and Wayland scores like 160, they got to score 190 every single week.
0: Correct. However, you just scored 109, my friend. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: And so that's <laughs> a that's an outlier, I feel like. Uh, but, if there's
2: one thing that stands out to me, it's what you said in the chat, Nick, is that I think you said it was, hey, I think a week or two or however many weeks from now, a few weeks from now, we're going to see Waylon up 200 points from Brian. And just from the outlook of what it's looking like, that's a, that's, I, I think that's more
1: possible, I guess. Oh, than, yeah. I, you know. I, I definitely admitted that as well. I, yeah, I, I definitely think yeah. Waylon's going to snag the points lead again.
0: We'll talk about some people not scoring very many points, and that was Jake. <laughs> Jake scored 74 points, and he takes our points loser of the week. Sorry, Jake.
2: Don't worry, Jake. I was right behind you. Don't feel bad.
0: <laughs> our bad call of the week goes to Waylon. He obviously should have known that Chase Edmonds was going to go off, but he did start. <laughs> he did start David Montgomery, so that that was pretty ugly. I mean, pretty he fantastic start. Points. So, um, our overachiever of the week was Mark. As we mentioned, he had a really nice week, and he outscored his projection by twenty six points. So. Those are our superlatives of the week. Nice job, Mark. Nice, nice. So let's talk about our upcoming fantasy matchups. We'll just briefly go through these. The first one we have is Mark versus Waylon. So Mm. the roller coaster of Mark's season continues, and this time it stops at Waylon Station. What do we think about Mark's chances here?
1: I definitely think, first off, Wayland's team is going to beat Mark, but uh, that might be a hot take. Hot take? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, sarcasm, huh? I'm looking at the matchups right now, and he could win. Like Mark could win this this week. You know what? This is going to be my upset of the week already.
0: Ooh, Ooh. laying it down right away. Wow, Mark does have some nice matchups.
1: His quarterbacks are playing each other. Daniel Jones and Matthew Stafford. So that's, you know, going to be basically hand in hand scoring Tyreek, you know, without Mahomes, and mm-hmm. then Adams may not even play Brandon Cooks. He's terrible now. <laughs> and then Nick Chubb, I fully Against think the that. The, yeah, I fully think the Patriots are going to shut down the Browns this week. Yeah, and then it'd be interesting. Man. The only quarterback that's going to like outscore him is Russell Wilson. I think he's going to sling it everywhere this week against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be easily be able to win. Yeah. And then I don't know, man, like Latavius Murray, I guess if he's, if Camara's then maybe that might be what pushes Whalen over this matchup. But I really like Juju Smith-Schuster in that matchup, Aaron Jones in this matchup. I like Mark's team. But I'm gonna go with the historic Waylon. I just think he's on upset alert this week. Okay,
0: I like that. I
2: I think Eckler too. You know, he's obviously splitting time with Gordon. You know, unfortunately, Gordon hasn't been doing what I at least thought he'd be doing. So Eckler's still been performing. You know, performing, but he's still splitting time. So who knows? I, I I think you made some good points Brian.
0: I also like that for the upset of the week, but I do want to say, I feel like I've got to give it to Waylon here. I feel like Russell Wilson could score 50 points this week. Stafford's
2: been playing really well too. He just didn't necessarily get the points last week, but I think he's playing really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Derek, we're going to talk about your matchup next against Evan. Why don't you start? Alrighty. Tell us. Tell us who's going to win this game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, brother. No I'm playing. Um, <laughs> you know. Um. Well, I mean, I, I I'm going to win. I mean, that's what's going to happen. But um, I was looking at the matchups, and I don't know. I mean, I, I I feel like I'm I'm I feel like the only place I'm not really covered is 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 the running back position. But I think you know I know Johnson's been having some injury issues. Um, you know I don't know too much about Hyde, but I think he. I don't know too much. I mean, Evan, Evans, he could sometimes break off. But he's been underwhelming as well. I, I just don't see a lot of players that are necessarily really hurting me. Mayfield's going against freaking New England. I mean, this should be – this for me is a, is a week that I think I must win, right? And I think it's one that I, I definitely should be able to win. I think Cousins and I think Dids are going to have a big week against Washington. The revenge game coming up. Rodgers is playing well. You know, like I said, the only areas I'm really worried about is kind of my running back position. But everywhere else, Cortland Sutton, you know, uh, Sanders is leaving there. So I'm feeling pretty good about this week. Yeah.
0: I I also like your chances. I'm I'm picking you this week. And I just want to throw this out there. We're going to get another shot at looking at Brian's hypothesis on Mike Evans being trash against elite corners because Mike Evans will most likely draw coverage from Logan Ryan this week. This'll be interesting. I mean he'll he, he might switch off and on between Logan Ryan and Malcolm Butler. If Brian's theory holds, Mike Evans will not have a very good week this week.
1: I definitely think that Mike Evans is not gonna have a good week. I think that's huge because Keenan Allen, you know,
2: I've been he's been a little lackluster obviously the past few weeks, but I think he some from so far what I've been hearing and, and kinda of researching, he has, you know, ebbs and flows where he does really well for a stretch of four or five games and then he, he doesn't do well. So I think this might be the game that he potentially um you know, brings back some life into his game against Chicago. So that's what I'm hoping for.
1: Yeah, I definitely like uh, Coop in this matchup. I think Evan's team is looking pretty rough, but I still like his players, just not this week. Fair enough.
2: One thing I'll say, Evan's a guy I want at Trash Talk. Love Evan to death. He's a nice guy. So I'm not going to say anything bad about Evan. But <laughs> I don't, I do I don't, I don't
1: know way. if you guys saw my, um, my my message in Slack today in the trade chat. I said Hey, I'm looking for a tight end at Evan. <laughs> that's
0: yeah, gross. and he responds, <laughs> "I'm blushing." Yeah,
1: that, that's kind of been an ongoing joke Coop, where uh, whenever someone's looking for a tight end, Evan always comments yeah. about his tight end or something.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's well, dirty. I'm, I've got a tight end. Oh man! Wow,
1: <laughs> a lot of that's tight awesome. ends in this league. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, our third matchup is Ethan versus Matt.
2: This is an interesting one.
0: Mm, very.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is, I think this one will really be, this might be the closest matchup of, of the week. Um, I mean, at least from what I've been looking at so far, um, he, you know, Ethan has some major players on the receiving end, you know, with Hilton and Galladay and, um, and then obviously, you know, there's Fournette. He could always do really well. Gore's been pretty consistent. I don't, I don't know what, um, you know, how much usage, uh, Singletary going to get, so that might affect that a bit golf has a good matchup um has been playing really well so ethan's size looks good and then i think it all comes down to um obviously the the running backs and and matt's team and then just the supporting cast you know and then josh allen obviously has a huge matchup with uh philadelphia which you know i learned after the fact that they have the worst pass defense in the (laughs) nfl and didn't start digs with so yeah yeah i mean there's a i think some that's gonna be a really fun matchup
0: i think it'll be interesting because he's got christian mccaffrey going up against the 49ers He's got plus matchups in both quarterback slots and then Dalvin Cook going up against the Redskins. So I feel like those three players alone give me enough to say that I want to go with Matt this week.
1: Wow, okay. So I was going to say it's not even close for me, and I was going to go with Ethan. Basically, if one of the three, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, don't fire this week, Matt's, Matt's done. And I think Ethan's team is just better overall
0: yeah and i don't disagree with that to be honest with you mm-hmm.
1: so i think just the 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 many are gonna overcome the few for this week for ethan it's a good point i guess that's another upset alert because ethan's projected for less
2: the one thing i've noticed about projections is um they really don't matter when you're when your players get <laughs> injured you know
1: really um matter. So, let me let me
0: fix that for you. They don't ever matter.
2: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so they don't ever matter. Yeah. But yes, I was
2: trying to explain to Alex when we were looking at my
0: insight, Coop.
2: I was trying to explain to Alex when we were watching my, you know, the the games and looking at my fantasy score against you last week, Brian. She's like, "Hey, don't worry, baby. You know, you're up. You look, you're up." I'm like, "You don't understand." Because <laughs> <You laughs> she, she was looking at the projections. So yeah.
0: Um, our next matchup is me versus Jake. This one, I'm going to be honest, is making me a little nervous because I think Jake's got some good matchups. I have some good matchups, too. However, it could all fall apart if Drew Brees decides to show his surgically repaired thumb this week. So mm. I'm a little nervous about that. And I think I've got I've got good matchups in sort of the, a few main spots, you know, uh, running back. Wide receiver and quarterbacks look are looking pretty good, but really only one of each. Uh, I don't know.
1: I think Jake's going to kill you this week. I think Jake's oh, strong wow. uh, word, man. I, I think Jake's yeah. matchups are just way better, and you have almost the entire Steelers team starting. So
0: against Miami, I might add.
1: True. Oh yeah, but that lowers like your upside. You know,
2: I don't know if it lowers it against Miami too much. I mean.
1: I, I don't think Mason Rudolph's going to be throwing a whole lot. I mean, I think, you know, he'll get a couple touchdowns, maybe two. But I think James Conner's going to score a lot of points here. And then, obviously, Michael Thomas is great. Julian Edelman will probably be great. I don't know about the whole San Francisco versus Carolina game. I feel like that could be low scoring.
0: Yeah, potentially. So,
2: Nick, I'm guessing that Conner, I mean, I see him as questionable, but I'm guessing he's okay. He's going to play.
0: Yeah, all signs seem to indicate that he will. He he had the bye week last week to recover. So if he doesn't, I do have Benny Snell. So
2: I think I think if um if Connor's in the game, I think I think it obviously helps you a lot because I th- you know I think Rudolph's gonna do a lot of checkdowns like he did against uh I think he did it against the Bengals and and if he checks down to either Connor or to uh you know whoever else is in the backfield, I think you're in a you know game points both ways. And then I think with Breeze, you know, they're playing the Cardinals, right? And then they have a bye week coming up. I don't know why they would put Breeze in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it makes sense for them to sit Breeze in. I think Breeze
1: is going to play until after the bye week.
2: Because it's the Cardinals and they got the bye week. Why Why? Why force it, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm hoping not because this was the reason I, I tried to trade for Teddy Bridgewater was for this week specifically. Last week was just kind of a bonus. Yeah, good move. All right, Brian apologized to me and then he told me that all my he told me I was going to lose and then he proceeded to tell me that all my players look pretty good. So I'm I'm a little color me confused, all right? I don't know where I stand here. But. I'm just hedging. <laughs>
1: That's all it is. I'm, I'm 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 definitely hedging. I am definitely taking Jake to beat you. Is that okay. an upset? It is an upset.
0: Would Nick, technically be an upset, yes. You
1: might be on upset alert. <laughs> you are also third place. Did you know this?
0: I did. Yes. Wow. Very sneakily.
1: Look at you, my man.
0: See, I've not had too many blow-up weeks, but I haven't had any like awful.
1: Yeah. I Consistent. Think, I think the last time I had looked at this, oh my god, it's because literally everyone's points are within a hundred. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Okay.
2: I just want to say that I hate how little you know what's going on with the league, yet you're still dominating. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this stuff like all the time trying to figure it out and just losing miserably. But you, <laughs> ah, I don't know who I'm playing. Here's some advice.
1: I think you just got to look at it from my point of view of like, none of that matters. All I focus on is the players. The My main focus right now is points lead. What Brian? Yeah,
0: what Brian's trying to say is that there is no defense in fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I don't care mm. about the whole not making playoffs because last year, you know, I was like what seven or eight, and I made playoffs. Mm. So it until we change our format f- from eight to six playoff teams. Whoa, now. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then I'll start actually caring about matchups.
2: You're saying some dangerous words right now. Okay, I'm just trying to hang on here. I'm
1: just saying that if
0: we, which
1: I, I, I actually would really like it if we switched to six playoff teams.
0: All right, I'm gonna steer this back onto the rails <laughs> yeah, here. Steer we it have...
1: back onto the rails. <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
0: So, Brian, you're facing Luke this week. And so I'd like to know your thoughts on this.
1: Well, I think I'm going to beat him. I hope I beat him. But, man, Luke's team is dangerous. He has, he has great Matt. Well, actually, his matchups aren't that Not good. Not so great, yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Alshon Jeffrey against Buff, and then Kyler Murray against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then Sonny Michelle came off ho- hobbled on the field l- uh, on Monday night,
0: Matt Cleveland defense is solid. The only thing is like,
1: he has Austin Hooper and Julio Jones to my Matt Ryan. hmm If Matt Ryan scores, they're obviously going to score high, you know?
0: Can you, can you tell me what's going on with this tight end situation?
1: So, uh, Mark Andrews is on a buy. I'm struggling with figuring out who needs to go back to the waiver wire and i gotta make some cuts and i'm just kind of (laughs) pulling a Wayland really of like just waiting till the very last minute to actually make a transaction because i think i'm gonna have to do a two for one some somewhere and try to like free up some space i mean if you were me who would you drop like seriously like who would you drop like my bench is better than most of your people's fucking teams
0: Well, I'd probably drop Daryl Henderson. Yeah, that's what I was
2: gonna say too.
1: That's who I was going to drop, but it's just if Gurley doesn't play, so mm-hmm. it's like I it's it's really tough. And I was also able to pick up Ty Johnson, which was which was nice, which I paid twenty one dollars for and mm-hmm. won, which blows my mind.
2: Yeah, I was just bluffing. <laughs>
1: Did you see that, that, uh, that photo I sent of 45? Yeah, I,
2: I knew you were doing that just to get me to use all my dollars. So <laughs> I Brian, I know that you're constantly trying to screw me over, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm always on alert when we're speaking. So as soon as I saw that, I knew it was
1: sabotage. <laughs> sabotage. So I bid 16. So you, so you know what I'm doing, huh? Dude, y- yes. You got a good beat on, on how I play fantasy.
2: Bro, I'm always on red alert when I'm talking to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Derek, who do you think's gonna win?
2: Oh man, yeah. I mean, I think the Atlanta situation is really, really interesting, right? Um, and you know, Sony Michelle, he could always fall into the end zone, you know, one or two times, you know, break us the points. Uh, I don't know. That's I don't. I don't have a lot of say on it. It's really, it's really close. I think it comes down to what's going on with Atlanta.
1: Is this another upset alert?
0: Um, I'm not putting you on upset alert this week. I just don't okay, like, okay, okay. I don't like Luke's matchups.
1: Yeah, the right. matches are tough. I don't know how many upset alerts I get, but I'm already at two. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Well, let's talk about Dylan and Taylor. They're our last matchup of the week.
1: Is this an upset alert? They're technically I both two this. and
0: five, so I don't know if you can really have an upset.
1: That's true. I guess I'm just so conditioned of Taylor being a perennial top six
0: yeah it's it's been an interesting season for taylor not in a good way unfortunately
1: honestly she has really good keepers though between uh cooper cup dj chark and garner Minshew. so
2: i would say if her receiving core doesn't blow up um chark cup they don't you know i mean hopefully cup gets a lot of uh targets chark needs to break away in on a big pass i I think if those receivers don't come out really strong, I, th- I think I think um, Dylan might be able to take this one personally.
1: I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to play this week. I saw something about him leaving or being injured or something. I don't know what that's all about. I haven't. Mm. Really...
2: I-, I saw something about that too. I don't know the the how far it goes, but I saw that.
1: If I, if I had to pick one, I would definitely pick Dylan. To oh, hmm. gosh, man, that just sounds rough. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to go with Taylor.
2: I think yeah. Taylor's going to I'd probably say Taylor too. I
0: mean, it's just just I'm picking Taylor. I I feel like her team is just a little bit more there's there's fewer unknowns on her team. Yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen with um MVS on Green Bay because I mean, they're playing Kansas City, but Kansas City might decide to chew up some more clock. Um Chris Herndon is potentially coming back for his first game, but he's playing against Jacksonville like I don't I don't know James White against Cleveland yeah yeah I feel like Taylor's got a little bit more star power people that are less prone to matchup issues
1: yeah I'm I'm gonna go with Taylor as well I mean if we were keeping track I would definitely go with Taylor but I really want to just pick Dylan for funsies
2: the funsies pick of the week
0: (laughs) So that's it for our preview of this upcoming week. I just want to move now into our time where we can, we just wanted to have a discussion with Derek since we've got him on here. We've got some, some time to chat. Oh my, I, I think I'm going to let Brian go first unless he asked all his questions already. I'm not really sure. I'm pretty
1: much asked all my questions. I mean, we can kind of go into the more lifestyle questions if that's kind of what you're, we were leading into.
0: Yeah. I just want to get to know Derek, the fantasy footballer. Now, in, in case you aren't a part of our league and you happen to be listening to this, Derek has taken over for McHale starting last season um, since our, our dear friend McHale had passed away. So we asked Derek because Derek is one of McHale's best friends. We knew that Derek um, fit along great with the personality of our league, and that's been proven true over the last year and a half. And so... I guess most of my questions just revolve around how it's been getting up to speed on fantasy football. Cause you had said to us before, you know, you used to watch football, but not nearly as often as you do now. And fantasy football has been making you watch football more often. Yeah. So what's that been like?
2: I mean, it's definitely been fun for me to kind of get back into football and, and, and enjoying it. You know, I played football for a lot of years up through college. And due to that, I never really liked to watch it. Right. So I was always wanting to play, so this has been kind of a cool transition. Um, And from like a a learning standpoint and whatnot, like every week I'm learning something new. And there's just things that I don't know to look for. That you know, through conversations with you guys, listening to the podcast, listening to you know fantasy footballers, and and, you know doing the blogs, I'm I'm learning a whole bunch, right? But um, you know, I was shocked last year that I, I got third. Because I had no clue what the hell I was doing at all.
1: <laughs> you did upset Waylon pri- pretty mightily, I might add. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that felt real good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and this year, you know, I was feeling even more confident. You know, I had my little uh, draft set up going and this and that, but still huge mistakes I didn't even know about. Right. So I'm I'm starting to see the importance of certain positions, and uh, so yeah, it's been a learning learning curve. Um, but uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun and. The thing that I've noticed the most is that I'm getting more and more into it, right? The more you learn, the more time you spend mm-hmm. with it, the more engaged you are. You know, um, Frankly, um, I, the, you know because there was such a gap in between the end of last season and then this season, I've never done that before, and I kind of fell out of like with it, right? And I'm like, man, I don't got time for this. I got a new job. I got engaged. And I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do this. And then, um, Nick, you did that, uh, that pre-draft video right and you did the shout out to Mikhail and you man I mean that's the whole reason I jumped into this thing you know was for him and and to kind of retouch with all you guys and whatnot so that that re-motivated me and re you know pumped me up to to get you know back involved with it I'm so glad I did and so glad that you know you did that video and um you know it's kind of my way of staying tied to him a bit you know so um yeah it's been it's been awesome man
0: yeah, that means a lot to to for you to say that. I I didn't know that the video was just fun for me to put together, and you know, I just I figured Mikhail kind of had his little twist on things as league manager, and so I want to yeah keep, I want to keep things fun too. I, I'm by no means the entertainer that Mikhail <laughs> is, you know. So, but yeah, that that means a lot to you say that, and and I appreciate it. But I I yeah. I just want to say we're also very glad that you joined the league and that you're into it because it's been a lot of fun for us to to hang out with you. Yeah, for I have sure. been and
1: enjoying I, my weekly, daily, <laughs> coop hustling on Slack. Yeah, br-
2: yeah me and here, here's the other thing. Me and Brian, like, here, here's one thing I have noticed. Like, I'm I'm kind of like an all in type personality, right? So that's the reason why I was at the beginning. Like, oh shit, I don't know if I got time for this because I know I dive into things. So when I'm when I'm looking into a trade, man, I am looking. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going back and forth on Slack. You know, I'm I'm thinking it over. Like a lot of times, I'm on the stair climber. Uh, and, and walking and trying to figure it out, you know what I mean? And sweating uh, and, you know, sending pictures and joking around and doing all this shit. So, uh, you know, I'm spending a lot of time trying to trying to learn to figure this stuff out. So if you ever want to waste a bunch of my time, just offer me a bullshit trade that you're not going to do. And, <laughs> and believe me, I'll waste tons of time trying to figure, <laughs> figure it out. I will say this. There's people that are fun to trade with and people not. Like, for example, I've been wanting to trade like Waylon, just to say I have all year and he just he just ignores me and he'll send one word answers and he's so laissez faire with it you know and I'll be that's, like hey man can i get your thoughts yeah. that's how I mean, he is I'm, i, I want to talk about trades right i don't want to just send something cuz i get way too nervous so i want to talk them out i need I'm, i like I talking about trades session. too man <laughs> so i send something to Waylon. And he's just like
1: no and i'm like <laughs> it? Waylon, Waylon doesn't like trading he i mean he likes to trade he likes the idea of trading <laughs> But man, he doesn't want to talk trade.
2: No, he doesn't talk. Um yeah. I can't trade Matt because you know, he doesn't ever respond. So I can't trade him and you know, but everybody else is pretty pretty good.
0: Yeah, there that are a few there are a few tough eggs to crack in our league for sure. <laughs> for sure. But
2: it's fun
1: though. <laughs> and I think that makes it even more fun is um I know something for me I'll reveal a little bit of some trading secret is I I, I time my trades. Like, I know when to talk to people during the day. I know when to send them. You know, I've learned their schedules. So (laughs) I'm able to, you know, how you say fully jump in, I know when to fully jump in (laughs) at the right time.
2: Oh, my God. You're like a trade predator, <laughs> is what I, I think of you That's as. what
0: I'm gathering too, Coop. Yeah, to,
2: to, yeah, to catch a predator fantasy football <laughs> version, right? That's what I think about when when, when Brian's texting me. I'm always on alert. Like, you want some cookies? No, motherfucker, I don't. Sorry, I don't know if we could cuss on here. But, uh, yeah, on, but you like, know, da- and on then,
0: Dateline, Dateline, Nickel, and yeah, Brime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and how he was describing his uh, his trade earlier with uh, with Taylor. It's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, no big deal." Do, 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 do. And you know he's plotted, you know. And so, you know, well, this you one know, was a little
1: plot. different because she approached me, so it was a little oh, sure. It was a little out of the blue, so this one was a little weird i i always whenever someone approaches me with a trade i gotta reevaluate my like what's going on like my situation
2: Mm. you know she
1: approached me officer (laughs) (laughs) she messaged me first
2: (laughs) oh man so yeah but um yeah i don't know if that answers your question but uh it's been a lot of fun i love learning um i i'm 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 excited for next year already i'm already you know, this, uh, this year is different, right? Cause I'm already thinking about what next year looks like. Like last year when I was playing, I was only playing for that year. Cause I didn't know if I would do it again. Right. So this year I'm all, oh man, I'm already kind of excited about next year. And I know there's a lot of stuff in the, the off season, you know, or, you know, with the keepers that I'm still trying to figure out. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's good. All good stuff.
1: I'm really glad that you're really getting into keepers. Um, More people in our league really need to understand them and how things work. But I really need to revisit the last rule because that really (laughs) that really hinders my offseason trading of. I think it was something to the extent of if you. You cannot trade away a player without a pick or something like that.
0: Do you remember, Nick? Yeah, and. We I don't want to talk about it too much because I want to make sure we we can get through everything. But but yeah, basically the rule is is that you cannot trade players for picks at, during the off season. You have to trade players for players. So which I I also yeah. am with you in that I hate that rule.
2: Well, after you guys said it again, though, I'm getting more into it. I still do not understand. So I will have side <laughs> conversations later. Okay, yeah, we'll bring so.
0: we'll be bringing that one up probably a little later <laughs> on. So that's all the questions I had for Derek, but I do want to start a new segment and I don't have a great name for it. So if any dimes are listening, feel free to shoot me some suggestions. Um, but basically I want to do this WTF story of the week. I found Uh-oh. a story and you know, they got to be football related. And I found right. a story this week that CBS put out uh, surrounding a high school football team from Cardinal Ritter college prep in St. Louis. So Brian in your neck of the woods. Um, this team was undefeated so far, 7-0, and and their basically school board canceled the rest of their football season and fired every coach on staff because there was a player on their team running back named Bill Jackson who was supposed to be suspended for the season opener, but he posed as a freshman named Marvin yeah. Burks and played in the game anyway. That's awesome. And his coaches okayed it. He wore number twenty-four instead of number four, and a bunch of people said that what gave him away was the fact that he um, had a bunch of tattoos. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> they could tell well, that that, uh,
1: that definitely does give you away if you're a freshman in high school.
2: yeah, Hashtag right. gang related. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so they're same coach- way they
2: mark him in prison. <laughs>
0: Their coach went on to talk to a reporter after the game and said that Burks earned the start and that it was his time to play ball.
2: <laughs> well, well, hey, I'll say this from from my experience with high school. I saw, I, I heard about this this uh, report as well, um, uh, just in passing. I didn't learn as much details, but I heard about it somewhere. Man, in high school football, they don't give a crap. You know, like back in the day, you know, it's all about winning for those coaches. That's all they care about. You don't, know, they don't, they didn't care if you had a concussion if you're um, you know, if you're injured, um I, I remember when I was a sophomore um playing at St. Joe, um I, I had a meniscus um a torn meniscus, right? And and basically I was gonna need surgery, right? So the the I went to coach uh you know, coach the ball at the time and said, Hey, you know, I need to sit out this playoff game so I can be ready for the uh you know, the championship game. That was the year that we went to state. And I'm like, Can I sit this week out so then I can be ready to go for the state championship game? He he said if I didn't play that game, I wouldn't play in state. So I played with a torn meniscus, ended up tearing my other meniscus. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in high school, it's all about the wins. You know, they they'll do anything in the world. They don't care. You know what I mean? And this isn't everybody, but but I'd say that's the case with a lot of things. So I could I could definitely see something like this uh this happening, you know.
0: Man. Well, this coach definitely didn't care because <laughs> <laughs> they said that uh after the game they or after this all came out the the coach was asked, basically, you know, why was he able to do that, and and the coach basically said, "Oh, it's uh, it's my bad. I I didn't know that uh, he was supposed to sit out, and so um, so yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like, but bro, brush it off. You you made him be under a fake name, and you treated it <laughs> and he was listed as a freshman. <laughs> so yeah, he's oh, probably man. the
1: one that came up with the idea."
2: one um one story in the in the positive direction just we're doing these uh, crazy stories. it's football related it takes one second um on a, on a, on a good note i saw a uh, high school uh team uh play a for the first time like i guess ever in their league or somebody played a um uh, they started an autistic uh, cornerback and he ended up like you know straight playing the game and he ended up um, making one of the, the game winning tackles and to, to to win the game so i thought that was a nice Nice positive note for, you know, coach doing something good.
0: Not every coach sucks. I, Not every coach sucks. I like yeah, to think I that I I don't make my kids run with torn meniscuses, but. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Derek, I just want to say it's been an absolute blast having you on here. I hope that it's been fun for you and you've enjoyed yeah. your time. Do You want to plug yeah. your Thanks social so
1: medias, Coop?
0: Yeah. Tell us. Oh, God. Tell us to follow you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, where man, do we Follow Coopaloop. You know.
2: Yeah, you know. Well, right now it's a uh, danger MMA, right? If you want to get into the the latest and greatest MMA news, uh, right now I have like for the past three months I haven't been training at full blast because of uh, the engagement, my new job. But I plan on on getting back, um, you know, up to it, you know, pretty damn soon and uh, get another fight before the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, danger MMA. Uh, that's the Instagram. That's where you can find me on Facebook and all that good stuff. But a lot of the stuff I do is on on Instagram. So
1: yeah, awesome. All right, man. Cool. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, uh, we appreciate the guest appearance on short notice.
0: Definitely. Sure, sure, sure. All right, guys. Well, with that, you find dimes. We've got to say goodbye until next week. As we said, Brian and I are not going to be able to put out a preview episode, so this will be the only time you get to hear us this week. But we'll look forward to having another guest next week, and we'll talk about maybe maybe we can get back into the preview. We'll just kind of have to play that one by year. So,
1: yeah i think um once the uh busyness and workload lessons on my job i think we'll probably end up switching back to the two episodes but for the current time um i really need my nights (laughs) for my job so thanks for listening and have a great weekend
0: of games enjoy the week of games guys see you later
2: bye it is more about them than it is about the team Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want
0: the Nickel and Grime Package
2: Podcast.
1: Oh, shit. My panties are wet, dude.